listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, Business Coach at Relauncher. Welcome back, everyone. I've been on a bit of a hiatus from the Mindful Biz Podcast, only because it's been school holidays and I wanted to give myself a bit of a break, but we're back. And the beauty about, you know, in not indulging, enjoying school holidays is that it does give you a chance just to step back and take a breather and come back with renewed focus and energy, which is exactly what I've done. I love it. And I have to say, even when my boys finish school, which let's just say that is not far away, I'm still taking school holidays. I'm still taking school holidays. You've heard it here. I've just made the promise to myself, but I've always thought that because it's just too easy to work through and continue working. So anyhow, that's my plan. And interestingly, uh, and you would have heard me say this before, we always go away every school holidays because if we don't, I just continue to work. You know, I just find that the more that I'm at the desk, the more work. There's just no finishing line. So I have to get out of the house. So, you know, during COVID, well, obviously that didn't happen. And then these school holidays that we've just had and the next ones, we're really gearing up to those final ATAR exams for the boys. So Leo's doing year 12 and Hugo's in year 11. He's just doing the maths ATAR. So we can't go away because, you know, they need to be focusing on study. So these holidays, Richard, he went skiing to New Zealand and had a great time. He was gone for almost two weeks and I took the boys to World Tower. You would have seen it on Instagram. I had so many people messaging me going, oh my God, where are you? So it was at uh, World Tower Square. There is the Meriton Serviced Apartments. And we've stayed there once before when literally the boys were in kindergarten. That's how long ago it was. And they loved it. We actually stayed there with some friends. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to book that because then they can study from there. We can be tourists we can have a change of scenery so we feel like we've been on a holiday. And it was amazing. I highly, highly recommend it. It's very luxurious, uh, but if you book direct, you can actually get quite a decent deal. And I paid a bit extra to go higher up and it's well worth it. It's well worth it. So we were on floor 68. No, no, no. We were on floor seventy. 76, there we go. We were on floor 76. It is like being up in the clouds. And we were on a corner room. Again, I booked that as well. And so we could see planes landing and taking off. We could just see so far all around Sydney. It was really, really incredible. Um, So I highly, highly recommend it. And I was originally only going to book two nights. And then I thought, you know what, hang it. Let's do that extra night and I'm so glad we did because it turned out that the boys had to go to school one of those days for extra classes so it worked perfectly. So anyhow, if you feel like you would like 
um, a staycation and you live in Sydney, definitely check that out. But if you're visiting Sydney, I would definitely, and you want to stay in the city, it's perfect because it's also got, it's got everything in there. Like we were in two bedrooms Plus there was a laundry, there was a study, so that was perfect. There's a full-serviced kitchen, like everything, like just as good as your kitchen at home. It's got everything. Full-size fridge, full-size oven, full-size dishwasher. So if you didn't want to eat out, you literally could just eat every single meal in there if you wanted to, but we didn't. Um... But it's huge, so it's perfect. It's really, really, really fabulous. I can't rave about it enough. The beauty about it, before I kick into this podcast, is that for me, and also for the boys, change of scenery is so good for the brain. And so, you know, I've come back to work now, and I feel completely refreshed, even though it was not that long. And I, again, I always look at my business with different eyes after I've had a bit of a break. And it's amazing, you know, what changes that you can make and little ones that can make a huge difference. So I've, I've done that and I'm doing that again. So I'm totally inspired and motivated. Definitely do something like that. If you want to listen to an earlier podcast that I recorded, I reckon it was around April, March, maybe. Um, on Mindful Biz Podcast, I talk about the power of staycations and I went and stayed at Little National Hotel. So I won't go into it now, but go back and see a pre- and listen to a previous episode where I talk about how I use these staycations in a way to, you know, elevate the business and look at it with different eyes. I didn't go through that whole process this time because I was away with the boys and I just wanted to soak them up as much as possible because they're just growing up so quickly. Um, but in saying that, I did do some work. Just I created content and did little things like that. Um, but Leo had to use my computer because he's built a drink on his. Anyhow, that was a drama in itself. Oh, my God. Hold on, I have to cough. Hang on. <coughs> oh, my gosh. <coughs> I've just been getting over this flu that's been going around. Real pain. Anyhow, I'm fine. Um, Okay, so this episode, this podcast episode, I wanted to talk about um, increasing the efficiency in your business. I think it's so so easy to get bogged down with your business, um, especially if you're at the stage of business where you're the jack of all trades. And it can be really exciting at first and invigorating and then, you know, years down the track, you know, obviously you've outsourced by that point, but you can kind of start to like slow down and feel a heavy weight from the business. It's like, oh my God, I need some variety and versatility. Um, and then interestingly, there's a lot of established businesses that I coach um, and some of them are like, They've, they've, their business has grown so much, they've got lots of different streams of income, they've got lots of things going on, but let's just say the hustle, the, the excitement and all that is not um, as high as it used to be. And they, some of them actually want to start stepping away from the business and kind of automating it a bit. So it brings me to the topic of making or creating your business to run as efficiently as possible. Because whether you're in startup or completely established, it really should be everyone's goal to make it run as efficiently as possible. And it's quite possible that you haven't put much focus into it 
because you've had other things going on. So this is a bit of a trigger to say, you know, have a look at your business and see what you can do. So number one is absolutely delegate as much as you can. A lot of people are control freaks over their business and think that no one else can do um, things as well or as quickly as them. So it's really important that you have an A star team. I am so fortunate that everyone in my team is damn amazing. Damn amazing. So, 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 so good. Like literally without without my team, I, I can't even imagine how the business would be operating. So, so much, like you can delegate, but you as the business owner need to be really clear, what am I delegating and who am I delegating to? And am I delegating internally or externally so whether it's your internal team or people you know suppliers that you're delegating to you need to have a star people like the golden rolodex and you need to be really clear on what you're delegating because even if they're really amazing if you're not clear if you're not clear it can just end up being more work than what it's worth so a good thing for you to do is literally as you go about your working week start creating that list As you do things going, oh, could I, you know, let's put that on the list of things that I'm going to start delegating. And then you can look at your list after you've been gathering this list for a while and then go, right, what's the best way to structure this and how is it going to be most efficient? And you might decide that you do that once every six months. Because once, once you've delegated, things don't necessarily stay the same. So you need to be reviewing it every now and again. So delegation is absolutely key. Another point that I'm always banging on about is processes and workflow. Now, running Sticky Studio, um, my other business, far out, that is such a full-on business to run. It's such a harder business to run than, than Relauncher, business coaching. Sticky Studio, there's jobs going in, out, some pause for a while, while, um, you know, they might be going off to do something like, for example, get new photos. Um, oh, my gosh. Oh, like, literally, it's just full on. <laughs> so there has to be systems and processes and a workflow. So I can remember when I first started the business, there were no systems and processes because it was new. And more and more work started coming in and it got to the point where I just, I can remember, I felt like my brain was going to explode because I felt like far out, if something happened to me, um, no one would know what's going on or where the business is up to. And I was like, I absolutely almost have to stop the business, get these systems and processes in place and then re-pick up. And the minute that I did that, all of a sudden we could do so much more work. Okay. So Again, this same as what I just said with the delegation, once you've set your systems and your processes and your workflow, doesn't mean that it's like that for life. You know, your business will then grow once you've got that because you then have the ability to bring in more work. You'll have more space. You can do more marketing. Then you need to reset it again to adjust with that level of workflow. So it is so important that you are doing that. It depends on how you set this up depending on your business and what it is that you're offering. So everyone is quite different, but obviously this allows you to run your business so efficiently and it also allows you then to grow and take on more work, okay? Consolidate your tasks. Oh my gosh, sometimes like people will be doing 
similar tasks all at different times of the day. And so it's completely inefficient. You need to be batch tasking as much as you can. And we all know that, but a lot of people don't actually do it. So I use my calendar system and batch task in color blocks. So I can really, really see things very clearly. And then if I don't finish everything in that color block, I carry it over to the next day or the next block, then I know that I can get it done. So I'm, I always get everything done as a result. You know, there are some things obviously that carry on longer than I want them to, but they always get done. But it's because it's consolidated and I've put it in a way in my diary that I can see that if it's there for too long, it's really going to bug me. So I just I just always get it done. So consolidate your tasks is really um, all that's very helpful also in remaining focused. So you have to remember, you may have to remember to remain focused because you don't want to end up in a situation where you have all these half half-baked ideas and projects going on, okay? We need to be completers. And when you complete things, then you then have to market it, okay? You have to market it. So that's they're really, really important. Now, another element, now this is key, is that you must welcome change. So quite often we will welcome change in the early years of business because everything's new and we're learning and we're bringing everything on. But later on down the track, we can kind of fall into the road where we go, you know what, we know everything. Um, I don't want to change things. It's going to make my head explode. I can't actually deal with that. And that can be something like um, even referring to like a rebrand, like a rebrand for a business can be so huge if you've got all signage and marketing materials and fit outs and things like that and and quite and when often not often every time you do rebrand and it's done well it's the whole evolution and next level of a business so that's like in that case you go that business owner is welcoming change because it's so much hard work to go through to do all that and cost as well but they're welcoming change and when you welcome change, you then have the ability to evolve and grow and elevate your business. So if you fall into the category where you're like, oh, that sounds like me, I feel like I'm um, gritting my jaw and not wanting to change because it seems too hard, take a stand back and ask yourself, you know, like, is this something or, you know, is there a change? Are there things that need to change that are going to benefit myself? and make me more efficient and better at the way of running this business. Uh, I often find when you're thinking of welcoming change that this is when holidays are really good or being in a change of scenery because you look at things differently and all of a sudden something that you thought was going to be really hard, when you look at it with fresh eyes, you're like, actually, you see more of the positive output rather than the grind it's going to take. So there you go. Welcome change, super, super important, important. Customer service, okay, the, oh my gosh, so many people's or everyone's businesses hinge on customer service, okay? So that means the customer service process has to be being refined and, and always being made better and being streamlined as you go and as, you know, your business changes. So, Again, I would say like every six monthly, if not every year, re-look at your customer service processes. Take on board feedback. You know, if customers are making complaints or if they're um, saying thank you, look, 
look at the positive, look at the negative and see where you need to adjust to make changes. Absolutely can be the key. You know, because so many business businesses grow through word of mouth and referrals, which means the customer service process has to be absolutely bang on, bang on. So, you know, and that can even be if you've got an online shop and if um, customers are constantly um, have got an abandoned cart, you really need to look into that because if lots of people are abandoning, chances are it might be a system error or there's something not quite right. And then if that's the case, then that's causing frustration. So you need to be looking at little triggers. So you're not necessarily getting feedback from the person in writing or verbally, but there can be, you know, signals around your business, which helps give you feedback. So hugely, hugely important. Now, the other thing, you know, and I mentioned this at the beginning, is building your team is so important. So what I see quite often is that um, businesses need, you know, a role or a person in their job. And they, they kind of needed that person yesterday for whatever reason. And so they hire really quickly without giving it too much thought. This is where we can get to trouble. So I always say, and this is what I always do, I always hire when I have that feeling of, oh my gosh, I'm going to need another person. So start looking then because it can take a long time to find the right people. Oh my gosh. Some of you are going to be listening going, yeah, that's me. And you know who you are. Far out. So... What you need to do is put together a job brief, a job brief and a job title. And then so you know exactly what you need this person to do. And it makes hiring so much easier. The briefs that I have for the roles that I hire for are so tight. And I tell you what, I got the A team. So that is really key, is spend time creating that job brief, do it before you need the person and then get that job brief up and then start interviewing. And, you know, as I said, it sometimes it does take time for some people and it is not ideal, but it is what it is. Do it that way, you have a much better chance of finding the right people rather than hiring because you needed someone yesterday and then that person not quite being right and also not really understanding what the role entailed when they came on super important. All right, so that is it for today for talking about running a business efficiently. I could talk forever, you know that I could. <laughs> but that that is it. I've got uh, several other podcasts coming through the pipeline, some really fabulous um, chats with different business owners. But I wanted to just take this opportunity in this episode to come on and say hello and just give you a bit of a, you know, a life update with what went on during the holidays and just talking about running your small business efficiently. I'm telling you guys, it makes all the difference because if you're efficient, you have more time for marketing and more time for, you know, evolving the business and elevating the business and then working out where you want to go with the business. So, so important that you've got headspace for that. So if you need me, as always... You can find me for one-to-one business coaching at relauncher.com.au. I actually had an inquiry from someone through this week just going, do you still do one-on-one business coaching? And I'm like, far out. I talk about it all the time. I'm surprised that um, 
they wouldn't know that. But yes, of course, I still do one-on-one business coaching and I absolutely love it. In fact, I, I'm business coaching almost every single day. So I've blocked my time so that I'm not um, business coaching all day, every day, because I, I can't do that because of Sticky Studio. But yes, I, I still spend a very large chunk of every single week um, business coaching and I love it. I'll always do that. Uh, and then Sticky Studio, you can find me at stickystudio.com.au. That's for all your graphic design needs, websites, packaging designs, social media, and so much more. Oh my gosh, I love that business as well. So good when you love what you do. That is the beauty about running your own business, isn't it? So anyhow, I will see you online on Instagram. I'm a little bit on TikTok, trying. I'm trying to love that platform. I'll get there. I know I have to be on there. Um, But mainly on Instagram, relauncher underscore Alison. Have a wonderful afternoon, whatever you're doing, evening, morning, whatever. Have a good one, guys. Bye.